me? He knows you. All right. We are all here because at one point in our life we were dissatisfied. Am I the only one? At one point in my life I came to the conclusion that I needed God more than he needed me. And today I'm a living testimony with millions more all over the world. But my job today is to educate you to become that leader that God has called you to be. When you hear that word, the first thing that comes to your mind, I can never see myself where God sees me. I have too many issues. I got too much drama. Let me tell you something, the devil is alive. Because God is still working even with the ones he has called. God is still working with me. And he'll continue to work with me. I have to cooperate with you. And you're going to have to cooperate with God. Okay, so let's let's look at chapter 2. Chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 1. And it reads. And, and you he made alive who was dead in your trespasses and sins. One of the things that I'm going to guarantee you. That as long as you got a pulse. And, and air. To breathe. There's always an opportunity. The day that you don't have that, you're no longer existing on this earth. But meanwhile, God is giving you time. I was reading about someone who recently passed away. And his, he died at the age of 103. And he had a bad reputation. So I said to myself. He had 103 years of opportunity. To change. I hope he changed. But then someone said to me. He had more time than that. He had 365 days. Wow. So when you do the math. Age is done by the number. But God is telling you. I'm giving you more than the years that you have here on this earth. You're counting years. And God is counting days. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God is counting days, not years. So some of you say, I never see myself there. Let me tell you, today's the day for you to see yourself there. Because he said, I made you alive when you were dead in your sins. What, what are sins? 
your 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 state of mind or wrongful thinking. Many people are dead in their own thoughts. And God is saying, I am alive in you even though you're dead. Because you're still living. You're still breathing. So I don't want to hear the excuse that I can't. Because God is giving you days. You're counting years. But there are days that God is giving you. I looked at a report. Where it says that most people die during the week. Then on the weekend. You go to work on Monday. And people are thinking about Friday. But many people die during the week than on the weekend. So if you're waiting for the weekend, I guarantee you the weekend ain't waiting for you. So you got to live every day with purpose. Now I understand. It is hard. Because every morning we wake up, we're facing some kind of drama, some kind of situation. But I learned that every situation offers a new opportunity. You can change your current state by seeing your state as an opportunity. If right now you're going through mind battles that has happened to me as a pastor, you're no good. You're not a good preacher. Nobody likes you. you, you you're a failure. You're not going anywhere. And then I say, devil, you're a liar. And then I say, and then I say, God is revealing to me that somebody is dealing through mind battles. It's not me. So I start interceding for someone else. Sometimes you're going through something. But it's not really you. It's someone else. Because when you accept God. As your Lord and Savior. You take a part of God. And God reveals to you. What others are going through. So you might not be depressed. Is your neighbor that's depressed? Is your husband that's depressed? Is your daughter, your son? And you have to pray, Holy Spirit, give me the discernment so that I can discern where this is coming from. I, I, I give you an analogy. Uh, many of you are, are sports fans, I'm assuming. Okay, for the women, no, novelas. No? Miniseries? Okay. Right when you're watching something, it captures your mind. And, and all of a sudden, your emotions are involved. So you say, he's going to get her. You forget that it's a movie. You forget there's a scene. And you're riding along with the character. And you're, right, you're, you're, you're rooting for them. 
You're not them. Tú no eres ellos. But you feel them. Pero lo yes. sientes. Yes. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. God is speaking to you. Dios está hablando. You have to pick yourself up. Tú yes. tienes que Every morning, dress yourself up and say, I am a conqueror. I am somebody. I'm feeling some way. It might not be me because I know devil that God has canceled what you have for me because I accepted you. So maybe it's someone around me and you begin to pray for them and you start doing God's will. Don't be selfish. You're not the only one in the picture. You're just a piece in the picture. I met an artist one time And, and, I, and, and I was looking at a painting and I said to myself that's my daughter's drawing what the heck is that that's what I said I'm being honest splatter paint all over the place they wanted a thousand dollars for that picture I said to myself They must, they must be crazy. But what I learned was that an artist, a true artist, reflects something through art. Then I learned that every stroke of paint was done with a different brush. And, and the meaning behind that It's, it, 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 it's a picture of something that's going on in the artist or that the artist is seeing. Only the ones that can relate to that painting are the ones that understand. Okay? When you look at the picture of this world, there is a mass. There's a lot of painting all over the place. We're all painting different colors. But the artist that's God understands that painting you just play a part in the painting and when you start seeing that every piece needs its place then you will able you're able to see the whole picture for what it is are you hearing what I'm saying you look at images on TV you see the big picture But in the uh, in in the in the world of of um, technology, each image is made by pixels, by little colors, to bring the whole picture. See, when I was growing up, we didn't have color TV. We didn't even have cable. We had to play part of the picture by holding the wire antenna. Yeah. And we used to get creative 
And we used to grab aluminum foil. You don't know nothing about that. And we used to wrap it. And, and if we were in the middle of a good movie, all of us like, and one of us will get up and hold the You see the kids today. Far advanced in technology. But we didn't grow up with that. That's why we appreciate it more. They just look at it as something different. And their generation will see something else. But the whole thing that I like about progressing in life is that you get better. Now, what was once was an issue it's not an issue anymore you could get TV on your phone you could go anywhere and click in but those that grew up in the 70s and 80s that was only a wish but now it's a reality when you're growing in God you gotta trust that God is gonna show you the whole picture get off the antenna many of you are in story trying to manipulate God trying to manipulate and you're trying to hold on to something and God is saying if you let go of that I'll accelerate the time that you are losing holding on to something that you shouldn't be holding on to Two years later, Dos años 1982, en el 92, 1982, 1982, they introduced cable TV. Ellos el cable, el cable. By the age of six, they had the box. When I was seven, they upgraded the box to two sides. A and B. A and B, baby. All the boring channels were on the B side. And all the good channels were on the A side. But there was no such thing as having multiple access in the house. One box, one room. And we all had to get on the same page to see what we were going to watch. There was not a, 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 a digital manual. They used to print out the TV guy. Mira la movie. They're going to give it. We were anticipating for that day we will even write it in crayons on the wall. But when the day came, they switched it to something else. You know what I love about God? He doesn't change. 
and he doesn't switch his plans on you. You you see, you need to get on the same page. God has not changed his mind about you. It it don't matter how messed up you messed up are. God loves you the way that you are. But he wants you to accelerate. So some of you are delaying the process. Let go of the TV guy. And get on the right page. God, I love you. God, I love you with all my heart. And I'm going to believe you. Let's look at verse 2. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2. Look at what it says. In which once you walk accordingly to the course of life, according to the prince of the air and the spirits of now of the sons of disobedience. Now check this out. You once walked past tense. Am I right, professor? Amen. Past tense. You once walked. When you accepted God, He doesn't think about your past. And He doesn't even accept your past. You accepted yourself. Because now He's looking at you as a new thing. You're walking in His ways even though you don't acknowledge His ways. You're here because he brought you here. But many of us had other plans. But we knew that we had to be here. And now God is giving you a clear understanding of where you're going. No matter how much you try to go back, it will never be the same. You see, I remember in one occasion, I got away from the gang world. And then two years later, I tried to go hang out with them. It wasn't the same. They were calling me OG. Viejo. Because the younger crowd was more younger than me. Let, let me make sense of that. When you're in sin, you accelerate in age. You look older than what you should. If some of you look at some of your pictures back then, you'll be like, who the heck was that? But now you look at yourself and you're a new creation. Why? Not that you have changed. Your walk has changed. Because God has changed your walk. So now life makes sense. Even though one time in your life it didn't make sense. And you say, Pastor, how's that? Conviction. Don't you feel conviction when you do bad things now? Back then you didn't. Back then you took the whole cookie jar. You take the whole jar. Uh-huh. And then they caught you with it. You had crumbs in your lips and you still wanted to fight. <laughs> now you do that. You be like, dad, that's messed up. <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> Why I ate like five cookies? And then you start feeling guilty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you hear, and then you have this little voice that just pops out of nowhere. It's Pastor Jose. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Am I the only one that sees my apostles when I try to do something that I ain't supposed to be doing? 
Oh, you don't see your pastor? Like, when you try to eat the red light, don't, don't I pop up out of nowhere? Yeah. <laughs> like, I shouldn't be doing that if I was you. Amen? But you shouldn't be looking at me. You should be looking at God that no, sees all que, things. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So now he says, you once walked. No, Past tense. That was your way. Now he writes this letter to a church that's struggling. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like you and I? He's writing to a church that's not there yet. But prophetically speaking, they're going to get there. Yes. You, you, you have to speak to yourself, I'm not going to go back. And even if you slip up, pick yourself up. Okay, I messed up. I, 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 I smoked a cigarette. Or I started hanging out with these people. You know what, God? I'm sorry. I'm gonna... And God forgives you. He cle- The only one that reminds you is the accuser. And that's the devil. Who has no right. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? And sometimes we believe him more than God. There, there has been times in my life. Where I give an ear to negative thinking. And then all of a sudden I just slap myself. What the heck is wrong with you? Get up man. Listen to that garbage. And I, and I get it together. But the more I grow, the less mistakes I make. Because the older you get, the mistakes that you make are going to cost you more. You, you get what I'm saying? When we were kids, we did a lot of things. Let's take it back. How many of you had a toy box when you were growing up? None of y'all had a toy box, like for real? Okay, I had a toy box. My toy box was a cardboard box. De cartón? De cartón? No sé, algo llegó a un paquete y lo llenamos. Y mami dijo, toma, se la acaba usted. <laughs> so, we will put our, our toys there, our Legos, our blocks, <laughs> clay and all of that stuff. <laughs> Jolies, muñecas, all of that. Okay? <laughs> Every day, we will go to the toy box <laughs> and we can switch whoever we wanted to be. I could be a cop today. I could be a robber. I was good at being a robber. I was good at that. Why is that? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you could be whatever you want. Your imagination will take you there. But my mom used to say at a certain time during the day, put your toys away. It's time to eat. We'll throw all the toys back in the box. The next day, we'll go to the toy box and open up and grab whatever toy. Now we're adults. You can't go to the toy box. The same problem you went to sleep on. Tomorrow you're going to wake up to them. The problem is with us 
That we play life like we used to play with toys. You can't just put stuff in a box and pick something else that you ain't supposed to be picking up. You pick up wherever you left off. That's life. Part of maturing is accepting the things that you don't like as they is. For example, going to work. How many of us wish we could go back? Amen. But now we can't. But we, at one point in our life, need to come to an understanding that this is what it is. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Verse 3. Amongst who were all ones conducting themselves in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature of wrath just as others. Okay. Listen very carefully. The Apostle Paul is reminding this church who they used to be and who they are now. You need to understand that as you're walking with God, it is your responsibility to follow what God has commanded you. You cannot walk making decisions based on feelings or on emotions. You have to make decisions based on facts. With the direction of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, is this person the right person for me? Many of us don't want to ask the Holy Spirit that. Because we love the gift more than the giver. We love that gift more than the giver. Many of us will sell God over something else. But let me tell you something. The one who gave it to you can keep you. So I rather have him first. So I make every decision in life based on the Holy Spirit. Check this out. There was a time in my life where I had like a you know that sweet tooth in the middle of the night? Mm-hmm. When you get up and you just want to snack on something. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you try to lose weight, you try to be healthy. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I went downstairs. And I'm going to the kitchen. And I'm ready to grab some cookies and a glass of milk. And as soon as I was going to grab it, I felt that conviction. I felt that conviction right there. And and I said, you know what, God, I know this is not healthy. And I know this ain't right. But I'm already up. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I ate it. And I drank the glass of milk. You know what happened to my stomach? <laughs> and when I found myself in a predicament, <laughs> I asked the same God that I violated <laughs> to heal me. You know what he did? That's love, man. 
He healed me in the midst of my ignorance. Now if I keep doing it. Don't force God's hand. God will let you get away sometimes. But. At one point or another, he's going to say, you're going to reap the consequences. That's like sin. Don't go there. When you have that urge to call that that person that you will know you ain't supposed to be calling. As soon as they, you, you start dialing the number. And then let's say accidentally they pick up. I rebuke the devil! <laughs> They'll call you back. Did you call me? No! I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> They'll be like, wow, you is a woman of God. You is a man of God. You, you tripping. <laughs> we got to do that. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Let's look at verse 4. <laughs> but God who is rich in mercy because of his great love in which he has loved us. Now understand this. God's mercy. La misericordia de Dios. Cannot be explained. No se puede you should have been dead. A long time ago. I know people that have gone through drug overdose after drug overdose. And they are alive. I know people that have been shot. People that had gotten divorced and, and they were suicidal. I've seen a, a, a few things in my life. But let me tell you something. That's the mercy of God. That's the mercy of God. Don't take it for granted. Every morning you wake up. Thank you God for this day. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this day. Record that in your mind. And it won't make sense later during the day. Because during the day. Whether you're at home or at work. You're going to see unfortunate events or news get back at you. And people are going to. And, you, and you're going to say wow that, that could have been me. Like, like right now Tennessee just went through that major tornado. Yeah. Houses. Yes. In pieces. Yeah. In pieces. Yeah. I, I mean, the images of devastation. And you got your house. You got your house. We got to count our blessings, man. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for what we have. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? An attitude of gratitude will allow you to grow in the blessings of God. Because you will see everything in life as a blessing instead of a curse. You got to turn your situation around. 
for the better. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God is speaking to some of you tonight. We got to change this attitude that we have. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you, God. Let's look at verse 5. Even when we were dead in our trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ Jesus by the grace that you have been saved. Someone paid the price. Someone paid the price. Someone paid the price. I've been in my job for 20 years. And a lot of things have changed in the last 20 years. And I see some of the new people come in and feel entitled. And I say to myself, only if you knew. There was a time that we had to stand in the line and take a car and punch it. Now we could go anywhere in the facility and swipe. And you complaining about that. That, that means if you were number 29 and you got out at 3.30 by the time you got to that car by the time you got to your car by the time you got home if you got home we used to keep paperwork for everything now everything is a click of a button y le pesa el dedo literally we used to have to walk all over the place just to get referrals get stamp signatures I could get a signature from somebody in Tokyo if I want to do a business transaction by me grabbing my finger and swiping on my phone you see how we have evolved the reason why I enjoy technology so much because I never had it before it was something that was out there just in the mind just a wish but you will never appreciate anything if you have never had anything you get what I'm saying there's people like that today don't take the crucifixion that's right the death and the resurrection and the resurrection of Jesus I think you're right for granted he said amen I said it right I always get that though there's a tongue twister when it comes down to that Um, yes. This is a class. It's not a. You're not preaching. So this right. work. Um, as he had mentioned before, that God is forgiven. Okay, and you do something, you come and you say, "Lord, I'm sorry, whatever." But His grace is not a pass to keep on committing That's sins, right. as we are to live our old ways, and each day try to do better. So we need to go back and really have a reflection of who we were and the things that we were doing so wrong that tomorrow I'm going to do better. I am not, and I'm going to try my very best to not to fall 
in the things that I have done wrong before. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, when we come falling in the same thing, mm -hmm. what he's really looking is, how is your repentance really? Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, you're nulling the price that he paid in the cross. Amen. Okay? And for everything mm -hmm. we do, there is a consequence. That is a consequence to Amen. pay up. So we are saved by grace, by his grace, given by him. But for us also, we are sanctified through Jesus. For each day that we go on is to do better. Not Amen. to keep on going back to our old ways. Amen. Right. Amen. 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 Verse 6. And it says, And he raised us up together and made us sit wow. together mm -hmm. in heavenly places yes. in Christ Jesus. Yes. Okay. Yes. We talk about the grace. We talked about the mercy. We also talked about what uh, Apostle Ludes just brought up. We don't take that for granted. You understand what I'm saying? Now, I, I want to show an illustration. How God sees you. When you embrace. Salvation. Bring me two of those folding chairs, Wayne. Thank you very much. Okay. According to scripture, according to verse 6, if I'm reading right, and raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Okay. What that means is that I'm just going to use this as an illustration. Adrian accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal savior. So he's sitting on a high chair next to Christ Jesus. Okay. Many, many don't see it like this. But I'm going to tell you what this is. You have access. That's what that is. Access. 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 Okay? Meaning that he can get close to the Father, have the benefits of the Father, have access to the Father, but overall has relationship. When you have relationship with the Father, you don't do things that the Father doesn't approve of. Because you know where you're sitting. And many of you are led to believe by the devil that you're not worthy, that God doesn't want you, that you are no good, and he's stealing your ability to access the throne. Now, just because Jesus paid the way, I, I give it to you in this, in this form. There's many people that came before us that paid a price so that we can be here today. In history, people were burning churches. They were killed in churches. They were persecuted. They were thrown in lion's head. You don't even have to go in the Bible. Just go to your library. You'll find that in the history books. Now we have this freedom. And instead of sitting up here with Abba Father. We're playing. 
Have you ever played a game that you were stuck in one level? Mm-hmm. What happened to that remote? What? You broke it. But he's saying you can be seated with me. But do you want to sit with me? The reason why sometimes it's hard for us to sit with God is because as believers, we don't see ourselves there. But you have right. You have rights. Okay, for example, we are U.S. citizens. We, we have the right. So if we went to another country and, and, they, and they took us hostage, what will happen in your behalf? You will get the protection of your country, right? They will go and, and do whatever it takes to bring you back, right? Okay, you have that right. You, you, you could claim because you have a right. Imagine if that right was taken from you today. You will be a slave. Alright? In other words, people will tell you what to do. We don't like that feeling. That's why we grew up quickly, right? That's why we left mama's house, right? Man, that's why we left quick. We, we were out! We couldn't wait. But then, now you got kids. And guess what? No matter how much you try to keep them, what's going to happen? Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? So instead of you going through all that hassle, you're going to be seated with Christ Jesus. Meaning having access, having every benefit in your favor. You have because you do not ask. No tiene porque no pides. And when you do ask, y cuando tú pides, you ask selfishly. Pides yeah. mal. Yes. For example, Por ejemplo, how are you going to ask God to give you something ¿cómo le pedir a Dios que te dé algo that you already have? Que tú, tú, ya tú tienes. Mm. Give me a better husband. Dame un esposo mejor. <laughs> It's right there. <laughs> how about make me a better wife? Uh-huh. You, you get what I'm saying? We contradict our prayers. God, give me a job. But you wake up at 10. God, give me good neighbors. We can't do that with God. We have to understand that the access that we have is not to be taken in vain or lightly. Because when you do that, you find yourself in a predicament. That's why believers that have been walking for a long time that are still acting Like when they first got converted. This is the conclusion. You're your problem. Mm-hmm. You're the problem. You're the problem. 
I, I hear it all the time. Especially at my workplace. I don't feel like I like I fit in. And why they're saying that? I'm like, can you move because I can get some coffee? Because I feel right in. You see how ignorant we can be? That's a lie of the devil. You don't fit in. You don't feel good because you you your own self problems. You, you get what I'm saying? If you move out of that mindset. You get what I'm saying? I, I, I remember when, when, they, when, when I was in the cafeteria one time. And I, and I was ready to grab a tray. And they said, uh, ER staff. Pizza in the waiting room. Run. I was the first one. Why am I going to pay for something if they're giving me something for free? You see, when you're when 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 you are when you are completely indulged in your feelings, you lose the blessing. You lose the blessing. You lose the blessing. People who are really left out. People that feel uh, uh, they they don't feel like they fit in. Gente que se sienten que no son parte. They lock them up. Ellos se encierran. Se encierran. And they throw away the key. Y le botan la llave. You're free. Tú eres total libre. Get out of your own prison. Salte de tu propia prisión. Change the way you think. Cambia la forma de pensar. God didn't do this. Dios no hizo esto. So that it can go in vain. Para, para perder su tiempo. You are somebody. Tú eres alguien. You know there's a new model that, that we have at work. Hay un nuevo en el Today is a good day Hoy es un buen día for a good day. Para un buen día. So simple, simple. but so deep. Pero Today is a good day Hoy es un buen día día for a good day. Para un buen día. Today is a good day Hoy es un buen día for a good day. Para un buen día. They have plastered this all over the walls. Someone the other day came with a bad attitude. And I said, look at the wall. Today is a good day for a good day. The writings are on the wall. So I'm going to have a good day. You should have a good day. And they said, well, I assume. As soon as they said that, I was gone. I don't want that negativity. You know who you are. You know where you're going. You know where you stand. What more do you need to know about you? God has a will for you. La voluntad. You already know who you are. Now stop, start operating in that will. Because one day, we're all going to meet that day. That day that we're going to be gone. Listen, you could stretch your face. You could dye your hair. You could add body parts to you. You could you could change your color eye. You could bleach your skin like Michael Jackson. 
But at the end of the day, Pero al final del día, one day, un día, you're all going to the same place. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It'll be a waste of life. Es, es una de not living life. No vivir la vida. That's why we have to learn how to live life. Que que Amen. Amen. And we close with this. God is so good. Dios es bueno. Verse 7. That in the age that's to come, he might show us exceedingly riches of his grace in this kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Did you just read that? Mm -hmm. What age to come? What age to come? You still got life. Tú todavía tienes vida. And he wants to show you more of his abundance. And all you're doing is eating crackers and cheese. I want the buffet. Yo, uh, this testimony. When I went to the cruise. The apostle talked, to, talked me into going into a cruise. I didn't know what a cruise was. I never experienced one. So when we got there, it was overwhelming to see the service that they had for you. That it took me a minute to understand that I had access to everything. Because the ticket was paid for. God paid for life. Through Jesus Christ. Enjoy it. Today's a good day. For a good day. Let us be on our feet.